I'm gonna suck your fucking dick. All right, and welcome to the totally inappropriate radio show here on the Skyhawk After Dark Radio Network that we're so grateful to be on. Fuck yeah. So... You know, that does sound like one of those 60s or 70s late night shows. Pinky the bud, 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 bud. No, I was thinking <laughs> more like Skyhawk after dark. So everybody, if you didn't know, I am the living legend herself, fucking Kimber Haven. Yeah, I don't really need an introduction. Everybody knows. No, because your big purple lips come in the room before you uh, do. Okay, 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 okay. So who do I get to my right? <laughs> It's already coming. <laughs> you have the awestruck. Can't stop looking at those fucking lips, <laughs> Lexus. Oh By the time you guys are done with your introductions, the fans are going to be going crazy wondering what the fuck you're talking about with my lips. All right. Who do you got to your right? You have the pint-sized powerhouse with normal red lips, Raven Rocks. Fuck you both. <laughs> In the production chair, being the producer. Raven the producer rocks. I'm the producer. I do what I want. In charge of the fucking board and the sound effects and shit. Well, <laughs> I, I would give you the applause, but it would go straight to your head because it lasts like 30 seconds. Uh, well, I, I definitely deserve that much. So you want to explain uh, what the fuck you girls are talking about when it comes to my big purple Well, lips? you're the one that knows the full story. All right, guys. <laughs> <coughs> I I look a little weird right now because I have big, bruised, dark purple lips like I've been sucking off grape ape. What happens is I do a lot of shit to change up my look for my cam show or video or whatever. And I was producing a video last night and I wanted my lips to look extra big. So sometimes when I want that, I use this little suction device, this little, uh, the Caitlyn Jenner lip challenge, little rubber suction device that increases your lips, but it only increases them for about an hour. But it's good enough to get through like a photo shoot or a cam show or a video shoot. So sometimes I do it to make my lips even pop more. But you're only supposed to wear it like five minutes. And I'm sure you've seen these Caitlyn Jenner lip challenge people sucking on a shot glass or whatever. First of all, I think you're referring to the wrong Jenner. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, I don't know. All, all the fucking douchebags. I get confused. But, yeah, I'm talking about the training one. Yeah. Fuck her. You Fuck might. I think bitch. you're talking about Kylie. Yeah, Kylie. Kylie. Yeah, I knew it was a K. I knew it, I, I was close. It was a K. It was a K. See, they're both fucking K Jenners. Well, no. No. Caitlin is a C. Yes. Is it? <laughs> yes. I knew that. I didn't know that. Dumbass bimbo. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. So I, I, you're only supposed to put it on for like five minutes and have the suction for like five minutes. And it gives you a little extra oof. But I was kind of busy. I was doing other aspects of my makeup. And I was doing my hair. I was trying to get dressed. So I, I was walking around with these big fucking suction cup things on my face and left them on too long. And I left them on for more like 10 minutes. So now uh, it looks like uh, my fucking lips are all bruised and I look stupid <laughs> as shit. 
Yes, you do. I cannot focus on anything else. I just stare at those big-ass purple lips. I know I look dumb, okay? I'll look dumb for a couple of days. Then I'll look awesome. I'll go back to my normal awesomeness. I just look kind of stupid right now. So, Raven, I wanted to bring you up to date on something political. Okay. Before I let... uh, Lexis go off about her research in this individual. But do you happen to know who Enrique Pario is? No clue. Enrique Pario is a Hispanic leader, currently incarcerated, but leader of the Proud Boys. Oh. Oh, he's also the founder of Latinos for Trump. Of course he is. Uh, so, yeah, Enrique Pario is the head of the Proud Boys. He's Hispanic, and he founded Latinos for Trump. And he's in prison. He's currently incarcerated. He was denied bail recently, and he's being subpoenaed by the January 6th committee for his involvement in the insurrection. Good. So, now, considering that Lexus is Hispanic and one of the most evil men, most white supremacist men currently in America happens to be Hispanic, because she had no clue. I'm like, you know that the leader of the fucking Proud Boys, the white supremacist movement, is Hispanic, right? She's like, ah. I'm like, no, seriously, he's fucking Hispanic. First of all, I think this is worse because he's not Hispanic. I mean, he is kind of a subgenre of Hispanics. Oh, God. (laughs) If we have any listening, Jesus Christ, you're considering a subgenre of Hispanic. No, I mean, it's just... (laughs) He's Afro-Cuban. Okay. Which I think is worse because he's black and Hispanic. (laughs) Yeah. I bet we're blowing our, our listeners' minds right now. I bet uh, 90% of them had no idea that the leader of the Proud Boys was black and Hispanic, and he was the leader of the white supremacist movement. It's, How much self-loathing and hatred do you got to have? It's just, it blows my mind. I mean... It cracks me up because it honestly makes me think of that Dave Chappelle skit where he's in the KKK, and he's a black man, but he's blind. And he doesn't know he's black. Dave Chappelle did a whole skit where he was a KKK member because he was blind. And he always wore his outfit at these rallies and nobody ever knew he was black. He didn't know he was black because he, he's blind. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. But I, a black Hispanic guy is a leader of the most evil white supremacist organization currently in America. It's just, what is fucking wrong with that? But the Proud Boys aren't racist. They say so. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, (laughs) you got to take their word for it. I bet they have a lot of uh, black friends, too. I mean, okay, Lexus, who do you think is worse? And see, it's hard for me because I'm putting this guy in the same category as the fucking leader of the Proud Boys. But what do you think is worse? The leader of the Proud Boys being Enrico Tadio, half black. Enrique. Enrique, okay. Uh, or, or Ice Cube. Because the reason I put him in the same category, now hear me out, is Ice Cube was the voice of the Black Lives Matter movement before it was a movement. When I was growing up to Ice Cube in NWA, he was the one 
that was telling it how it was to everybody. And he wasn't fearful of it. He, he was the voice of a generation. And to see that man that used to be the biggest voice in my generation for Black Lives Matter to sell out and become a Trumpophile and an anti-vaxxer after the fact that he was a fucking rights hero for black people. It's just, to me, that was devastating about Ice Cube. So which is worse, Enrique, oh, Enrique, I got it right this time, Tario, or Ice Cube, as far as being traitors to their own people? Uh, that's a hard one. I mean, it depends. Because, you know, I, I mean, me being Hispanic, I would say that Enrique is, but um, I don't know. I mean... Isn't that sad that we even have to question whether Ice you know Cube why, is in the same league as his fucking You guy? know why I think Enrique is? Because he's not only black, but he's Hispanic. That's two strikes against you, buddy. But it's so disillusioning because Ice Cube shows that just about anybody can be bought. You yeah. know, I, w- I looked it up quick, and it was like uh, the inside story of how Ice Cube joined forces with Donald Trump. Yeah. And I'm like... Jesus, this is flattering as fuck. And then I looked up to see what website I was on. It was Politico. Yeah, and, and it's now it's uh, he's an anti-vaxxer, too, with the Trump. Oh, movement. my God. What is wrong with him? And it, it just it bothers me so much because uh, I have so much respect for Ice Cube. Because he was the kind of guy to me that was rich and successful because he didn't take shit from anybody. And he was, to me, the guy that couldn't be bought. If you tried to buy Ice Cube and change the way he thought, he would tell you, go fuck yourself. Because he stood up for what he believed was right in his people, and you could go fuck yourself. And it's just to see him sell out, because he was the one guy I was like, that guy would never fucking sell out his people. Never. Well, I mean, That's fucking Ice arguably, Cube. Uh, NWA's biggest song literally starts out with him rapping first, too. It's just, I, 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 I had so much respect for the man with who he was. It's devastating for me to see him become who he is now. Yeah, you know, I think that for me, it's um, Enrique, I, I, because he's both Hispanic and black, but I think that overall you would think of Ice Cube more because he is more and no. here's, here's another layer to add on to it for your thought process here. Enrique is black and Hispanic, but he grew up feeling like he didn't belong to either. Well, I, but I, I, I cannot totally Ice, understand Ice Cube that. had people. Yeah. He was the voice of those people. They depended on him to tell their stories. Yep. To help them get the word out what was going on with them, how they were beaten every fucking day. Mm-hmm. They needed Ice Cube. You know, but he's he's far from those days because he's got oh money now. Oh, my God, Rodney. Are you fucking serious? No. No. Rodney in chat says Busta Rhymes, too. What the fuck? Next thing you know, um, Wu-Tang's going to come out supporting it's, fucking Trump. It's just like... Black people 
have these great iconic spokespeople and then those people sell out on them. I mean, oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck, Busta Rhymes too. That is so fucking depressing. It's like all the icons of our generation that actually spoke up for what was right and were saying way before it was cool what was going on around here. And they're all selling out. Well, I think that once you hit a new tax bracket, your thinking changes. So, anyway, this is what? A couple days removed for Thanksgiving? Mm -hmm. At least one of ours. So, let's talk about Thanksgiving, the most racist fucking fucked up holiday of all time. Oh, my God. I was thinking about this the other fucking day. (laughs) Uh I'm like, this is the worst fucking holiday. It's such a bullshit holiday. You know, people... People were reaching out to me, fans and stuff, and saying, Happy Thanksgiving, and I'm like, Happy Turkey Day. Yeah. Happy happy white people yet again <laughs> being fucking dick faces. Yeah, because, you know, they were given a bountiful feast. No, they, they were, weren't happy with that. They were treated very nicely, and what do they turn? White what pe- do they do? White they turn around, rape and pillage, yeah. and steal their fucking country. It's the white way. I mean, if you think about it, America is, what, the last country it happened to? <laughs> I mean, it's that's the way it is. White people go over, rape and pillage and conquer, and take it and go, mine, 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 mine. It doesn't matter how nice you are to them. They always want your shit. It hasn't changed. And the fact that we celebrate it, it's just, if I were American Indian, oh, my God, I'd be so fucking pissed. You know, our listeners, because they hear me, putting so much hate on whitey all the time (laughs) they probably think i'm a black chick the ones that don't know me they're like god damn this is an anti-white fucking broadcast (laughs) shit they don't know that literally two of the three people on this fucking panel are white fuck whitey though seriously so we have thanksgiving do you think australia has like happy felon day or something uh well australia has its hands (laughs) full right now because they also have their uh fucking anti-vaxxers and their act anti-vaxxers are fucking causing serious problems, because you know, because everybody has stupid people. <laughs> we don't have the <laughs> monopoly on. Yeah, that. I mean, Americans <laughs> are by by large dumber um, because we put well, less emphasis on education, stuff is, like that. But. Is it just me, or is it like because they their country was founded on being felons? It's almost like. We have we have Florida man. Do you think Great Britain has Australia man? <laughs> Ronnie says he grew up like that too. As far as my um, thought about Enrique and why he turned against both people, because Rodney brings up the fact that he's black and Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. and he felt like he didn't belong to either. And I think that Enrique uh, grew up in a situation where he didn't belong to either. Uh, nationality so he began to hate them both well that's the thing is you know for me i'm as you quote unquote can say full however i was raised here in the states and i can tell you from experience that i was not american enough for the americans and i was not mexican enough for the mexicans you just you live in a gray area and it sucks but i would never it doesn't mean uh Found a uh, a fucking militia. Yeah, 
that's going over, that's going too far. It's like you can feel bad about your situation, dude, without having to storm a capital. Yeah. <laughs> you think he went too far? You think his resentment think kind of festered over, there? I think he overcorrected. Oh, yeah, yeah, it could be. So <laughs> as far as Thanksgiving, uh, you know, the, the white supremacist holiday from hell, um, we had two of them. We had one on both T-Days, Tuesday and Thursday, because our family was not able to get together all in the same day. We had, we had to have two of them, and it was very important to have the one on Thursday. We, we love to have the one on Tuesday, but Thursday was important because Raven really needed a win. Yeah. Uh, and to feel like she had a fucking family that loved her because her mom is a fucking piece of shit. Do I need Fuck to your explain mom, that? Raven. Probably. So everybody knows. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, it fucking pisses me off so much. Okay, so my, my parents are Trump supporters. Um, I have a homophobic brother-in-law who, go figure, is in the military and is special forces, you know, so that's not... Probably over, secretly gay, yeah, too. Yeah, over, overcompensating enough, he's got to be homophobic, and... Oh, so him... He, he's actually home this year for Thanksgiving, and my grandmother's going to come, or came down, who I haven't seen since I came out because she can't deal with it either. So I was basically told that I could come before Thanksgiving or I could come after Thanksgiving, but I was not welcome there during Thanksgiving because I would make other homophobic family members uncomfortable. Fuck her. From her own Fuck mother. Fuck them, too. So her own mother basically told her she wasn't welcome at things, the family Thanksgiving. And her own mother lives here in Kentucky. I mean, it's not that big of a drive for Raven. And she wasn't even welcome there because she was trans from her own mom. And so, you know. Well, we, it doesn't just end there, though. If you remember, last year I went home for Christmas. And that was when the bombing in Nashville happened and everybody lost internet and cable and phones and everything. I got there on Christmas Day at like noon. They left to go spend, to do a Christmas dinner at my sister's house with the homophobic brother-in-law. And they left at two. I figured they'd be gone till like five, you know, a few hours. They came home at like 8.30 or 9 o'clock that night and just literally left me sitting at their house for like six or eight hours with absolutely nothing to do. They were embarrassed to take you out in public. No, she's not embarrassed to take me out in oh, public. Oh, she is. Nobody, she knows, nobody knows her in public. She may not admit it, but she still is. Fuck her. Fuck your mom. I can't stand you. I know, anyway, I know she fuck throws both your moms. I can't stand both your moms. <laughs> she at least throws, mine's supportive. She throws a fit if I wear too much makeup while I'm at home. And you can't wear those cut shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so, but other than, you know, Raven having a shitty mother, uh, it was, a, it was enjoyable Thanksgiving. We, we actually had, um, our Tuesday Thanksgiving with our core family, which is, uh, Lucian and Justin and us. And then Thursday, we we couldn't have Justin there, but we brought in Amy, and Amy shared Thanksgiving with us. And that was, she's such a sweet girl. I was happy to have her. She's sweet. Didn't used to like her. She used to drive me crazy. <laughs> she used to drive me absolutely fucking insane. Speaking of Justin, he just texted me and said he wants to throw another bomb on the fire. And he said, what about Columbus Day? 
It doesn't exist. Christopher Columbus didn't discover America. It's been debunked several times. It's it's not yeah, even a real thing. He never even set foot in well, it. Well, and nobody does a big-ass celebration for it either. No, nobody it, gives It's shit. not like you gather with, with friends and family uh, on isn't Columbus it, Isn't Day. it like banks are the only ones that close for Columbus Day? Banks and schools? I don't know. How <laughs> the fuck would I now? I haven't had kids in school for years. So I don't even think school takes Columbus Day off. Uh, now, okay, girls. Now, you can't use what you know about them now in your answer, okay? I'm leading up to something. So any knowledge you have of these people now should not reflect your decision or an honest answer, okay? Keep that in mind. But you, when you are growing up, as far as action stars... 80s, our generation, not 90s like Jet Lee, Jason Statham. In the 80s, who was your guy? Here's your choices. All right, you ready, Alexis? Mm-hmm. Who were you the big fan of when it came to action movies? You love watching them. I can tell you right now without you listing. Oh, okay. Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's on my <laughs> list. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Raven, St- Steven Seagal, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sly Stallone, Jean-Claude Van Damme or Chuck Norris? Oh, it was Sylvester Stallone easily. Uh, just you, just because of Rambo. Uh, I'm coming for you, Murdoch. I, I was a huge Rambo fan as a Murdoch, kid. I mean... I'm coming for you. Is it just me or in our day you could never understand any of... <laughs> This, the action starts. Uh, well, well, I could understand Arnie better than Sly, honestly, because Sly would go in, like in Rocky, he would have entire dialogue scenes, and I would only pick out a few words. He'd walk <laughs> in and he's like, hey, you know, and he'd leave, and you'd be like, what the fuck? I heard Mickey. Oh, God. What the fuck was that scene? I don't even know what the plot is now. I, I don't know what. Was that important? Besides, now, now I'm an even bigger <laughs> fan of Jean Claude after watching Jean Claude Van Johnson. Yeah, that was a good show. You know, it, it's sad that most people have never watched. What that. is it on? Because it's, I never. It's even, on Amazon. I never even see it. Yeah, it's on Amazon. It, it's so worthy of watching. It just upsets me that well, more people haven't. When discovered you guys it. bring it up, I'm like, I need to watch that. But then I'll go home and I'll think about it, and I can't ever find it. Yeah, it's on Amazon. You gotta. Okay, okay, Lexus, since you didn't even have to hesitate, what is your favorite Jean-Claude Van Damme film? God, I don't remember what it's called, but it was, I think it's Lionheart when he's doing the underground fighting. Yes. Yes, that one. He used to do that shit. Yeah, I know. It's actually fairly accurate, believe it or not. <laughs> it's actually kind of how it goes down. But, uh, and weird, the weird fucking places they pick to fight, yeah, that's true. I did that shit underground in Vegas. I fought in a fucking ring of cars before. That shit's real. But anyway. Oh, my God. What did we watch a few weeks ago? It was after Lexus had gone to work, and you were like, Jean-Claude Van Damme is in this. He's like an extra dancing in the background. Break into Uh, Electric Boogaloo. That's where you got to start. (laughs) Actually, I was wrong because we watched this entire horrible movie. I told her, I said, you got to watch the worst movie that was ever made in the 80s. I said, you want 80s Overload, the worst 80s film ever? you got to watch this. We watched the second one. Yeah, Electric Boogaloo. And he doesn't make it his appearance. He made his appearance because we watched the whole thing. I kept saying, he, he's in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he kept, wasn't. She kept going, watch, watch, it's wait for too. it. No, well, that's what we watched, <laughs> yeah. but he's actually in the original Breaking. 
Oh, is he? He's at the end of the original break and doing his Jean-Claude Van Damme and, dance. Oh, my God. He's dancing so horribly like he does in you know, a blood sport. He likes to clap and do the little wiggle. <laughs> he likes to wiggle his hips and clap. Oh, guys. Come on. He's white. Yeah. Give him a break. He's even worse than white. He's French. Well, technically Belgium, but that's French. It is. It's like saying Austrian isn't German. Fuck you. Okay. So how are they at dancing for the most part? They're white. Exactly. My point. Exactly my point. (laughs) Exactly. I'm sure they're good at classical dancing, ballroom (laughs) dancing, and drinking pumpkin lattes. That's what Americans are known for. Lexus has become the crazy dog lady in her old age. I have. I I, I totally admit it. Because, people, uh, our dogs are now dressed as humans. She put clothes on our dogs. Has not taken them off, so I guess they just wear human clothes now. They're doggy sweatshirts. Thank you. It's winter time. Doggies don't need sweatshirts. They have fur coats built in. Your girl is especially cold all the fucking time. My girl looks hilariously uncomfortable in a <laughs> skin tight. It's not my <laughs> fault that she's fat, pH fat. She's not fat. She's, she's not fat. I said she's pH fat. She's not even like she's that. She's thick. just very muscular. She's very thick. She's very pit bully. But, you know, people aren't going to be intimidated by the fact that I have a pit bull when my pit bull's wearing silly clothes that say I still live at home with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> they look cute. Jesus Christ. I, I feel bad for the dogs. I feel embarrassed for them. I know they, they can't feel she embarrassed. She loves but... it. Hey, mm-hmm. at least you have Did she tell dogs. you that? Ronnie says his favorite was Bloodsport. That was a really good one. Uh, if Sinzo Tanaka was your Shindoshi, then show us Dimak. No! I'm the bottom one. But all these references to the, his movies just make me think of Jean Claude Van Johnson. <laughs> but my favorite uh, Jean Claude Van Damme film was Double Impact, where he plays twins. Yeah. Never in my life. Would I ever wear black silk underwear? Bag it. I mean, I loved when okay. he's fighting himself. I so love double impact. We gotta hey, bring this in up. In the mid nineties, I wore silk shirts. We gotta bring this up because we watched a movie the other day after our Thanksgiving from the eighties, from our era yes. that we were just in shock oh my of God, Jesus several Christ. fucking times. So much rape. <laughs> so much rape. We watched 16 Candles. Oh, my God. There's a lot of rape in that. Oh, my God. This is a feel-good rom-com for coming of age? Fuck you. There's nothing but rape. I don't want to hear John Hughes knows fucking family values. Will will you help me fuck this girl if I let you fuck my girlfriend? (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like, and then when, like, Molly Ringwald's, like, Anthony Michael Hall is trying to rape her twice. Not yeah. once, twice. And she's like, you know what? When you did that to me, I really got the sense you liked me. Yeah. I and really felt how much you liked me. And I'm like, he was totally Pepe Le Pew in her. <laughs> and he fucking crawling all over, forcing himself. Yeah. And then later on, fucking Jack Ryan and him are talking in the fucking kitchen. And he's like, yeah, I could, I, I could go out there with my girl now. She's uh, 10 sheets to the wind. I could have my way, you know, six weeks from Sunday with her if I want. And he he literally said, I can violate her 10 ways if yeah. I wanted to. 
Yeah, he's like, but I'm just not in the mood. And then he basically tells the he's young guy. In, he's not in the mood to rape. Yeah, <laughs> that he should go rape his girlfriend who's passed out, which he does, which he does. Actually, he does rape her. And it says in the very end, do we have sex? Yes. Mm-hmm. He rapes that girl. It's not like it was a joke. He follows through. Yeah, and and here's what gets me. The girls at the end, they're both like, Oh, I'm in love now with your yeah, fucking a- rapist. Yeah, a- after they get raped. It was the same way in uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. She gets raped by the nerd who dresses up as her boyfriend, and then she's in love with her rapist. It's like it shows us growing <laughs> up. When our generation, our generation was so fucked up that our comedies said that if you rape girls, they will fall madly in love with you. Because in so many of our fucking films, this happened. Mm -hmm. Where there was License to Drive, uh, Revenge of the Nerds, 16 Candles. Literally, there was rape everywhere. Mm -hmm. Porkies. Amy, who's only in her young 20s, was blown away by how rapey the (laughs) fucking film was. (laughs) And how it literally shows you, if you want to have a girl love you, rape her. (laughs) And I was like, wow. And this is what we grew up with. What? And then, and then we get the well. Why didn't you come forward if you were raped, motherfucker? And <laughs> we thought it was hilarious. Look at the guys over there; they think it's fucking hilarious. They say it remi- reminds them of Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> or they bore holes in there and take fucking nude photos yeah. and then pass them out all over the school, humiliating the mm-hmm. women. And it's just like, ha, rape, <laughs> hilarious, <laughs> fucking hilarious. God, we, we laughed a lot at rape. <laughs> uh, it's not as funny anymore. <laughs> I mean, what was the fucking wrong with us in the 80s? What? How did we... I mean, we watched 16 Candles and we were like, oh. It's, this, it's not funny now when it can happen to me. This is what we taught our little girls, guys. This is what movies taught our little girls. That rape was okay. <laughs> Trey says, what's wrong with 16 Candles? It's a great movie. Yeah, for rapists. It's a great tutorial. You think that's where all the Karens came from? Uh, They're just pissed about rapey stuff? And that's another thing. We watched 16 Candles. How many black people did you see in that film? None. Not one. Not fucking one. Look, I I was shocked at this, too. The fact that there's one Asian, and they use all of the... The Asian derogatory terms in it. Every time he's on screen, they have to play that. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is so fucking racist and rapey. At least Weird Science had black people in it. You know, she kicked me in the family juice. Right in the family juice. Not in the family juice. Right in the fucking family juice, man. Right in the fucking family juice. Not in the family juice, man. Not in the family juice. Yeah, at least they had black people. But fucking 16 Candles had... Zero black people. Not one. I didn't see one in their entire fucking school. Yeah, their mansions. Not even fucking Rolls Royce party or nothing. Mm -hmm. Fuck white. Fuck whitey. Hey, that (laughs) was like that was like my high school. Now I have to admit, though, on the other hand, I don't see a lot of white people in Medea movies. I'm just saying. Did you see he came out as? Unless they're bad. Unless no. Yes. Oh my god! (laughs) I'm so shocked. (laughs) 
You mean Tyler Perry's gay? That's, that's the article that I didn't read the entire article, but that was kind of the premise. Like everybody <laughs> was like, "Oh, why are we surprised?" He wrote plays, and he dresses up like a woman most of the time, and he writes theater. You know, he's it, a theater kid. It's like when you came at me and you're like, "Oh my God, Ricky Martin's gay!" I'm like, "Duh, hello." <laughs> and have you ever have you ever watched these Tyler like? Uh, Diary of Black, Mad Black Woman. And you can tell, you can tell that Tyler Perry has so little street cred. He doesn't know how street black families actually live. <laughs> and he doesn't get it. It's like white people writing a black movie. It's like when Tyler Perry, I think that, uh, what, what's, his, uh, uh, what's his name that sings all the time? Wayne Brady would write a more convincing, gritty black movie than Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry just gaze that shit up. <laughs> he does. He just gaze that shit up. I mean, even the fucking leads, the black leads, like the guy you're so into. I'm sorry, babe. He's he comes off as faggy as fuck. I used to be into him, not he's, so much anymore. I don't know what's up. What's I mean, the up. way he acts in that film, he's gay as hell. If if any man <laughs> acted like that, I'd go, "You're not straight, dude. You ain't fucking straight. Men don't act like you. Fucking well, like what? your Fabio from a romance novel. Get the fuck out of here, faggot." Men are going to come up to you and burp and say, hey, you want to fuck? I don't know, though. His alleged boyfriend ain't bad looking. That's of course his, not. That's he's his alleged gay. boyfriend. You of think course he's share? He's gay. You think he's share? <laughs> well, if that guy's into Tyler Perry, he'll definitely be into us. Listen. <laughs> gay we guys. We can convince him we're women, unlike Tyler. Gay guys oh. are hot. Gay guys are hot because they give a shit. Yeah. Straight men usually uh, don't give too many fucks. They, they they know that no matter what they look like, enough swipes, you're going to get your dick sucked. Ugh. <laughs> so we've been having this huge struggle in this big-ass fucking house of ours, Creech Manor, because we had no furnace. Our furnace was on the rocks. We've been living, it's been like 30 <laughs> fucking degrees, and in we've fact, had no heat. In fact, we've been telling people, if you come over for Thanksgiving, bundle up. Yeah, we, we had to warn Dressing people. layers. I mean, yeah, we pretty well have fireplaces in each room, but this this place has 11-foot ceilings, and it's literally impossible to heat with space heaters or fireplaces. So that wasn't cutting it. So we were always bundled up looking Arctic in our own house. I've got a blanket on my chair right yeah. now. It, it I, sucked. I but luckily, a man friend of mine with man skills, I put... <laughs> I. I put my woman's skills to work, and he put his man's skills to work. Oh, Jesus. And now we're nice and warm. Yes, yes. Luckily, uh, a male friend of mine um, knew about the furnace, and I was willing to make a trade. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> what? You're welcome. You're Stop welcome. Stop looking warm. at me with those fucking lips. What's wrong with my lips? You want to want to kiss? Me? No, no, I don't. <laughs> don't be afraid of my deformed lips. Well, you gotta be real careful now, because if you start kissing people, you might accidentally suck their whole face up. So we got to talk about this because we are kind of a news show. <laughs> but anyway, Ahmad Aubrey. After Kyle Rittenhouse, America does not disappoint with racism on display. After their fucking lawyers got up and said there was too many black pastors in the courtroom. Did you hear about that? Yes. No. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the defense lawyer for the people that murdered Ahmad Aubrey murdered him for no fucking reason because he was black. 
and they were white fucks who wanted to murder a black person. Well, their defense lawyer made the complaint to the judge. There was too many black pastors in the audience, and he didn't care for the black pastors in there. Now, these weren't just fucking regular black pastors. Oh, no. This was fucking the Reverend Jesse Jackson and Al fucking Sharpton, leaders of the fucking black community. And it's not that he had a problem with ministers in his courtroom. He had a problem with too many black Well, it's ministers. not his courtroom. It's the judge's courtroom. And the, the courtroom, uh, and the judge said that. He's like, this is a public courtroom, and anybody's allowed to attend. And he's, the judge called him out. He's like, it's absolutely rehemp, uh, reprehensible. Yeah, that. That <laughs> you would call out the ethnicity of the pastors like that was your complaint. Well, did you see that their whole premise for their defense was self-defense? And then they ruled that you can't call it self-defense when you chase someone down, try to nab them, and then when they fight back, you shoot them. And it was proven that they shot Ahmaud Aubrey close range with Mm -hmm. a shotgun. The firearms expert came and explained the damage to the clothing and how far they would have to be. They were about three feet from Ahmaud Aubrey when they opened fire with a shotgun. Just, uh, I know it just, it blows my mind that anyone can think that it's okay to chase someone down. But then when you're getting your ass beat, why, why wouldn't you think it's okay? Cause Kyle Rittenhouse, Steven, uh, he wasn't even legally allowed to have that gun, but he carried it looking for a fight and murdered two people and got away scot-free. And they didn't even allow any of the evidence of videos of him doing all his proud boy shit. The judge was obviously racist. Everyone saw it. In, in this defense, the fucking defense attorney was extremely racist. And it's just allowed to go on. Why are these people disbarred? What that, the fuck is wrong here? What the, well, but that's Wisconsin, you know. the land of white people. But still, what is the, the, the fucking bar for disbarment? When you're, that, when you're a fucking judge and you display that much racism publicly and partisanship and when you're a fucking lawyer and display that much racism well you you don't get disbarred for that that's okay i don't i don't know if anything else has happened but i did see somewhere that they were looking to charge him federally so that the government that that so the state of wisconsin wouldn't have anything to do with it now this this is pathetically sad rodney's comment Rodney says in chat, at least they were convicted. It was an open and shut murder case where they obviously murdered this individual without cause. And the fact that Rodney has to say at least they were convicted because the chances of that, even on an open and shut murder case, were actually 50-50 considering America's racist justice system. Look at Kyle Rittenhouse. It is stacked in their favor. The, The courts only work for white people. Yep. The judge only works for white people. The jury only works for white people. Cops only work for white people. You know, I remember when uh, they were having the George Floyd um, hearing, and Raven says, oh, "I I just don't see how they're not going to convict. I mean, there's there's video proof of it. I'm like, there was for Rodney King too. <coughs> it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter." Because there was video proof of Rodney King, and they fucking got away with it. But yeah, 
but then they display the writers like animals. Oh yeah. Instead of going, they're just fucking tired. Listen, listen to this of article. Getting beaten, and they're just allowed to be beaten. Listen to this article because this is gonna piss you off. After white students displayed Confederate Confederate flag at school, black students were suspended for planning a protest. Oh my God! Jesus Christ! And, and about the book burnings going on. Yeah. You knew about that, right, Raven? No, I didn't. They were they're banning, they're currently in all well, right wing states, they're banning all these books that are related to racist heroes or like any mention of race like Rosa Parks or anything. They're banning those books. Well, I mean, look at uh what was it? Virginia uh got their first Republican governor in so many years and it all boiled down to critical race theory. Yeah, they don't want to teach race at all. So Rosa Parks should not be mentioned in school at all to kids. Uh, or racism covered. But at the same time, they're having these big Bible groups get together from the mm-hmm. PTA meetings and burn these books. So let me get this straight. You can't mention Rosa Parks in schools, but you can you can mention a white man like Abraham Lincoln. Yes, but not Martin Luther King. Of course not. See, what, what they believe, which is, first of all, critical race theory is not taught in our schools, period is a complete lie and a fabrication. Critical race theory is actually a college course that you have to actually take willingly. That is all it is. But they've done the same thing about the people carrying diseases from across the border. They've created this entire lie around what critical race theory is. And they've made it believe that it actually applies to teaching of racism at all in our schools. And what it is 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 a college level course that you have to willingly take that teaches you in the course how racism has shaped our nation. But it is an optional course, college level, called critical race well, theory. And they've now used that one course that was created for college students yeah. to demonize schools and say, well, this is going to make them feel guilty for being white. And we shouldn't teach our kids to feel guilty. I'm sorry, but you should feel fucking guilty for being white. The shit that white people have done? I mean, come on. And then you fucking celebrate it? (laughs) Okay. Here's a diatribe here for me. Why do white people start so many fucking problems and then have so many issues with everyone? Let Let me explain. The woke tards, the activists, the people with BLM slapped across their fucking Twitter profile, these are white people. They're fucking activists, rabble rousers, They're, for the most part, a bunch of fucking bored white people that don't have any problems of their own, so they have to be the great white savior and save the rest of us and feel good about it, uh, like giving a gift on Christmas. I mean, seriously, fucking white people, fuck you. (laughs) I want to know, the thing is, if anybody wants to know what an activist is, Stacey Abrams is an activist, Martin Luther King was an activist, Greta Thunberg is an activist, but an activist does not call themselves a fucking activist. If you do, you're most likely a bored white person. It feels good about being everyone's white savior. So white people, cram your pumpkin lattes up your ass and stop fighting everyone else's (laughs) problems because you don't have any. Want to fix the problem, white people? Fine. First, understand you're the problem in 80% of the cases. That's what they have to understand first, that they, in 80% of the cases, are the problem. It's white people that are the problem. They're creating all the problems. And I'm sure you've noticed I, for some reason on YouTube, uh, Karen videos are popping up in my feed. 
And I noticed from watching a couple that all the fucking Karens are white women. I've yeah. never seen a black Karen. Yeah, I mean, if you think about any of our current problems, pandemic, white person problem. White people cause this. White people are doing this from their stupidity. If you think about all the, the teachers being threatened, it's white people. It's white people causing all the fucking shit. It's not black people, Mexicans, trannies causing problems in this country. We're not causing the fucking problems. It's all fucking white people causing problems. All of us just want to be left alone. Yeah, just fucking <laughs> leave us alone. Don't stop fucking putting a target on all our backs and coming out after us, hunting us, white people. It's like if you're not white or you're not straight and you're obviously not straight, see, some gay people can pass. As you can't. No, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> but if you're different than the white folk, you got a target on your back. It's open hunting season. Ask Ahmad Aubrey. I mean, and all he wanted to do was ask go Kyle, for a jog. Ask Kyle Rittenhouse. He went down there to hunt himself some black people. Kyle Rittenhouse went down there to fucking hunt black people. I still can't believe that they would say that it wasn't relevant and wasn't allowed. The video of him sitting in a car and it was in front of like a gas station or something. And he actually said, I wish I had my gun so I could kill me some, I don't know what word yeah. to use, black people. Kyle went down, uh, Kyle went down to Georgia. He was looking for some black people to kill. <laughs> He You're was in buying his way behind. You're an idiot. And so he was willing to make a deal. His deal was, I'll take two white people instead. You're a freaking idiot. I mean, come on, it's true. <laughs> but why is it that the majority of this white supremacist shit is happening in, like, Wisconsin and Michigan? It's and just happening. It's happening because where, of Trump. Where I'm from in upstate New York. Trump made it okay to That's be... That's where all the white people are. ...a white supremacist. Yeah. <laughs> he made it okay to be one. It hasn't been okay to be a white supremacist since the 60s. He made it okay again. He made it cool again. So now everyone's Why? loud and He's proud. He's so uncool. He is so fucking uncool. Have you seen that fucker dance? He can rock. <laughs> Have you seen him do his little convulsion dance to uh, the village people? Biting mm -hmm. on his lip. To the village people? Why is he constantly playing the village people? Yeah, really? exactly. Do they know who makes that music? That evil Satan music? It's gay people. This computer screen is giving me a headache. So, <laughs> Pam and Tommy movie. Why? What? 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 Why? Why? What did these two fucking pieces of human garbage ever do to deserve a fucking film made? You about know. It? All right, I gotta go. I'll see you guys next week. When? All right, bye, Alexis. What was it called? The Dirt the came Amo out. Mucho. The show about Motley Crue. The Amo Mucho. I could only watch like twenty minutes of it, and I was like, No, I like. I like the Dirt. Yeah, I like. I didn't really care for it. I I like the Dirt because it was about rock stars being rock stars, but. And it was interesting in the way it was about the group and how they formed and why they were so crazy and how people dealt with them. But I don't see the interest in Pam and Tommy's very short-lived life together. Well, the only part of it I'm interested in is that porno that got I made. already watched it, so <laughs> it, they're not going to show it in the film. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't need to know what led up to it because I already know. I mean, I, I just don't understand why these two people in any way are yeah, significant enough. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't understand why these two people in any way in this country are significant enough to have a documentary no, film. No, no, I, I, I agree. 
I don't know who's going to watch this. First of all, who is it made for? Is it made for our generation? And do we really give a fuck? <laughs> because the new well, generation doesn't know who these people are. Our generation knows what happened. So, I mean, I mean, think about it, though. How did every marriage of a rock star in the 80s and 90s turn out? Pretty much carbon copy the same fucking way. Well, except for Gene Simmons and his bitch, and they never got married, and then uh, eventually they broke up because Gene Simmons is a piece of shit. Well, he's like the biggest womanizer in all of hair rock or hair. Whatever. Gene Simmons and Wilt Chamberlain have nothing on our numbers. (laughs) They're jealous of the fucking numbers we put up. See, that's another thing. These guys are like, wow, Wilt Chamberlain and Gene Simmons have, uh, have slept with thousands of people, and we're like, is that all? I mean, we slip, uh, it's like, man, I fixed, I have fixed hundreds of cars in my life for a hobbyist. But if you're a mechanic, you're like, yeah, right. Okay. I fixed thousands. This is what I do every fucking day. Every once in a while, one of my trans friends or something on my Facebook will put up this thing like, you know, how many people have you slept with? And it's like one to five normal, you know, five to 10. <laughs> That's normal. And eventually it gets up for a week. Well, yeah, it eventually gets to like, you know, 20 and it's like, you're a whore. And I'm like, Jesus, what the hell does that make me that? Yeah. It's like one to five <laughs> a week. That sounds about right. Fucking Rodney now comes into, uh, Oh, not Rodney. Sorry. Token token. Now finally fucking shows up. Now that we've gone off about all the black people stuff. Now token shows up. <laughs> all right. Now you're here. Got to use your fucking opinion a little while ago, token. You're supposed to be our token black guy. Jesus Christ. I'm just, I'm trying not to look at this. He's our South Park token. This screen is giving me a fucking headache. And I don't know why we have, uh, we don't have a bigger black audience because uh, we, we, we're like very anti-white people. <laughs> <laughs> Although we're white. I don't know. I, I think that if you're white nowadays in 2021 and you like white people, then you're probably a white supremacist. As Jeff Foxworthy would say, if you are a WAP person and you like WAP people, you might be a WAP supremacist. I'm just saying, I just, fuck. So, I want to I know your opinion about something, Raven. Yeah. What? World War Z. What's your opinion about that film? What do you think? I own it. It's a zombie movie. What do you expect? Or a quasi-zombie movie. <coughs> I know you're a zombie film fan. I mean, I'm about to it's tell not, you why I hated it and why I feel as a director it did not work as a film. It's but not, I want to know what your opinion is. It's not my favorite, but what? I do like the premise and the story. What didn't work for you? Oh, God. Everything. <laughs> Well, it's just, I know it's a movie and you got to have a hero, but they lived through tons of shit they shouldn't have lived through. I would rather watch that stupid ass, but entertaining as fuck show, Zombie Nation, than watch World War Z. And I'll tell you why I felt as a director, coming from a director standpoint, why World War Z failed and why it was so universally hated as a zombie film when the zombie genre is so popular. Here's what I think it boils down to. You never, ever use CGI in a zombie film. Zombie films are about practical effects, practical horror. That's important. Walking Dead at least got that right. 
But when you have a bunch of CGI zombies swarming fucking capitals and shit, it just, it takes you out of the movie. It takes you out of the well, zombie movie. Even the redone Walking Dead movies. What? The, the new Dawn of the Dead and the new... Um, yeah, they're very practical yes. heavy. All the zombies are zombies. I think for the realism to gain the fear from what a zombie is, it has to feel like it's a real threat. And I think when you have a bunch of computer zombies swarming a wall, and they're obviously computer effects, it completely takes you out of the film and the horror of what's going on because it doesn't, you don't perceive it. Your brain doesn't perceive it as well, a real threat. not just that, but like you brought up the CGI of them climbing the wall. I'm just sitting there thinking about the, lo- not the logistics, the science behind it. Could you imagine, because I'm sure you've played football or something that would cause a dog pile, for lack of a better term. And if you're on the bottom of that dog pile with like six <laughs> or seven people, you're you're fucking like, can't What they breathe, were trying to do, because there are some creatures that actually do that. Ants. Exactly. But what ants, they were trying to do. Ants weigh like, yeah. you know, one one hundredth of an ounce. And too. They, they have the ability to walk up very sheer surfaces. And But if you're the bottom zombies, you're crushed. And, but they're trying to make zombies look like ants, and it just completely took me out of the film. Now, in the when he's going in the lab, and there's that actual lab coat zombie there, that is a good scene. Yes. Because it's practical, the tension is there, you feel it's a real threat, and for a zombie movie, I really think that a practical zombie there in and the scene is so important. Whoever they got to play that zombie did a great job, oh, I thought too. that was a great scene in a horrible movie. It's just that when I watched the scenes where they were trying to do zombie with CGI, it was so bad. It looked like a Resident Evil video game. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, that's the same thing with Resident Evil movies. The first one was virtually yeah. all practical effects. And it was the best. And then they started doing all this CGI bullshit. And it just, it's like, it's like a video game now. You I know, know it's based on a video game, but when I watch a live action movie, I don't want to watch a video game. I, I also own all of those, but in all honesty, I think I've only ever watched, I, I've seen them all, but it was, it was a bundle that I bought it. It was like twenty nine ninety nine for all of them, but I really only ever watched like the first one, maybe sometimes the second one. And after that, it just gets cheesy as fuck. And unbelievable. She's able to do shit. I don't care what kind of virus she's got in her. She can't well, do the shit what, that she does. What movie was it where they introduced the ability for her to look at a computer screen and kill people on the other side of it? Oh, I don't even know. Like <laughs> you I know said, what I'm talking I'm, about. Yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, Jesus I've only ever Christ. watched like the first two. Now she can give you the evil eye through a computer monitor and kill you. It's like, fuck off. And now then, she has mental powers that can kill you through a broadcast. Then she ended up being like, uh, she was. Oh, what's the word I'm I'm looking for? She was um, grown in a in a petri dish in a lab, and they just keep growing her over and over and over yeah. again. And it's like really fuck that whole franchise. I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong, I I nail her. She's hot. Oh, she's so fucking sexy. I mean, she'd be a little hotter with some meat on her bones, but she's got a pretty face. What was that movie she was in with Will Ferrell? It's a comedy. Uh, Will Ferrell is yeah, like Zoolander. This, Zoolander, yeah, and she plays. I love her in Zoolander, though. 
there must be more to life than being really, really ridiculously good looking. I plan to find out what that is. You know, luckily for me, not many people read your little Time magazine. <laughs> they had uh, um, Tropic Thunder on sale, so I bought fucking it. fucking love Tropic Thunder. <laughs> the, the only man alive that can pull off blackface and not piss black people off. Yeah. Because he does it so fucking well. <laughs> he does it so fucking well that black people are like, we're giving you a pass. You're the only white man that gets a pass because that was some funny ass shit. <laughs> What do you mean, you people? You know, though. What do you mean, you people? And all honestly, or in all keep honesty, walking up that hill. I had never seen Zooland, or not. I had never seen Tropic Thunder, be all before all the full retard memes started coming out, <laughs> and I actually thought it was a black dude until I watched the movie, and see, I was like, "Holy fuck!" See, that's your problem. You never go full retard, <laughs> like you know. Sean Penn went full retard. No Oscar. <laughs> Never go full retard. You, we keep climbing up the hill. What do you mean, you people? Well, <laughs> he's an American that's playing on a, an Australian who's playing a black person. <laughs> yeah. I, I know who I am. I'm an Australian playing a black man who's playing another man who's playing another man. <laughs> Token just shared. I picture. know who I am. <laughs> I mean, it, it's... He does so, such a good job. You know that you, you got to nail that shit. When you're doing something that bad, you got to <laughs> fucking nail that shit or you're done. You're fucking done. And I love the fact that all these actors in the past that did blackface like in a cameo movie, that comes back to haunt them. He fucking did this in everybody's <laughs> face. He just fucking blackfaced the fuck out of it recently. It's not like you got to find it in his Twitter. It's like a well-known part, and black people are all like, he gets a pass, because that was some badass shit right there. That was fucking funny. Well, you know, and it it kind of comes back on the... <laughs> see, see it, Token... Yeah, I saw. And he's like, Token, I love that movie. I love the fact that Token's okay with that blackface. Well, and it's kind of like what we go back to with uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. He makes fun of everybody, and yeah. if you can't fucking laugh at yourself, you got no right... To laugh at other people. If, if I hear a tranny joke, the only reason I would be trigger upset if it wasn't funny. If yeah. it's funny, then I appreciate that shit. Like the fucking Bella Bates thing that she put up about me. That was fucking funny <laughs> shit. Uh, I, I, I like being made fun of. I, I have a good sense of humor about myself. And if it's funny, it's fucking funny. Yes. Like, for example, White Chicks was not funny. No. White chicks was white face and, you know, dressing up like girls. And it was just awful. The only thing good about white chicks was Terry Crews. <laughs> he was the best part of fucking white chicks. And I all, forgot he was in that. And all he did was reprise his role from next Friday where yeah. he played the big rapist fucking ex-prisoner. He's trying to rape the little pimp guy. What's that the little pimp guy name? Oh, I don't remember. I forgot his name. He's a fucking famous comedian. I forgot his fucking name. I haven't seen that movie in years. So, did you hear about the new Hawkeye show on Disney? Have you checked it out? No. I, I saw an advertisement for it, but it didn't do well, anything for Well, you knew me. what uh, they did with Loki, right? 
They well, basically took Loki's series, called it Loki, yeah, but made Loki a side character to a woman Loki that was better in every way. And he became the sidekick to the woman Loki. They did the exact same thing. Hawkeye now plays a mentor of a girl who is now training to be an archer, archer to replace him as a superhero because she wants to be a superhero. So now oh, he's a side God. character in his own series. He's a sidekick to the woman. They did the exact fucking diversity bullshit. This is why I can't stand Marvel. I fucking hate that shit. I hate for them to just take a property and go, well, we're going to be more politically correct, so we're just going to change it to a woman. We're going to change it to a black person. We're going to change it to a fucking Mexican. We don't fucking care. We're going to change it to a tranny. And that'll make everyone feel good. (laughs) It's like if you want black characters, Mexican characters, tranny characters, fucking write some. Don't just slap a tranny coat of paint on somebody else. Don't slap a black coat of paint on somebody else. Don't slap a white coat of paint on somebody else, but they never do that. Never fucking... They they always white things up, so they're trying not to white things up so much. They're trying to overcorrect in the opposite direction by slapping a coat of paint on established properties. Like, you don't turn James Bond black just because you want to slap a coat of paint to make him more 2021. No, you don't well, do that. Just that like, that'd be like slapping a coat of Mexican paint on Luke Cage. Well, I was going to say, it's just like you don't just go ahead and make Shaft a white dude. Yeah, or a, a Chinese guy. Or even just a black woman. Yeah, it's, you know, these are established characters that are written a certain way to be a certain thing, and, and they're iconic. We all recognize them as that element. However... I believe that there should be more black representation, more Hispanic, more trendy representation in Hollywood, but not in the way they're doing it. You don't throw us in there as a coat of paint. Write iconic characters that are us. Write new characters that represent us where the next generation can have their icons that represent them. White people have their icons. They're Luke Skywalkers and shit. (laughs) But what about the generation? Where Was her thing going to be James Bond because they're a black guy and James Bond's black? Well, he wasn't black. He wasn't written black. That's just a coat of paint. He wasn't intended to be black. They deserve their own icons. So why don't you write original shit for these people and create the Indiana Jones, the blacks, and the Hispanics, and the Asians, and not just make Indiana Jones black or a woman? or an Asian, write a character that will last the test of time and be iconic for those people. But the problem is, white people don't know how to do that. They just know how to slap a fucking coat of paint on what they've already written for white people. If you write a white character and then make them black, it will not be a black character. They are not written to be a black character. They will not not relate to the black community. If you're going to have a black character that relates to black people, make that a black character from the get-go and write them as such. But when you take a white character and then you put a coat of paint on them to appeal to a demographic, that character is not written as that demographic. So therefore, you're just making it look like you support a group. Look at that. Token's (laughs) in the ball, too. I don't even have to put pictures up. I just wait for Token to do it. Shaft, shut your mouth. (laughs) I mean, that's an iconic song, too. I wonder how big his dick is. (laughs) Oh, my God. I got hit up by a black guy the other day. Mm -hmm. 
And I, he was cute. Mm. He was cute. And I was like, well, you want to film? And he's like, sure. And I was like, yeah, got a girlfriend too. We can have both of us at the same time. He's like, cool. I was like, what are you rocking? You know, it's a black guy. I'm thinking if he's small, he's going to be like eight inches. He goes five, six. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. This isn't going to work. So you know what time it is? What? What time is it? It's text Raven sends me time. I didn't send you much of anything this week. <clears throat> then you won't be worried about me reading it live on air. <clears throat> you just like reading anything I send you that's remotely dirty. So yesterday, yesterday morning, guys, this is what I wake up to. I wake up to a text that says, God damn, I just tried to put the nipple suckers on. My nipples have gotten so sensitive <laughs> yes. that I can't even leave it on for more than a minute. So my reply was, LOL, woke up horny. So she replies, I went to bed horny. Did you see my good night message? And I said, do you want to shoot Sunday? She says, does that mean you will fuck me? I said, yes, I would have last week. She says, I just want to be a dirty girl. Oh, God. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the text <laughs> message I get from Raven. Uh, I feel like I feel like the graduate. Are you trying to seduce me? <laughs> I'm not trying to. I do it openly. <laughs> it's like I just want to be a dirty girl. It's not like it takes much seducing. You just want to be my dirty girl. Is that what you want to be? Just my dirty girl. You just want to be my dirty little baby girl. Stop. Mm-hmm. Getting a little tingle down there, you dirty little whore. Oh, Jesus. I what? get that every time I think about <laughs> you fucking me. I'm serious. If I'm sitting at home and I'm thinking about it uh, and I think of that plowing deep into me, I get a little tingle. I'm not going to lie. <clears throat> okay. So in the chat here, Token puts <laughs> the complete season of Black Lightning. Come on. Is that not a dumb-looking super suit? That looks so fucking dumb. God damn, that looks like 90s. That looks like 90s super suit. He looks like he's getting ready to go get on a motorcycle and go riding as opposed to being a super suit. He has all the little circuitry on his his arms. God, that's horrible. That's horrible. Come on, give Black Lightning a better outfit. Oh, that's awful. Poor guy, bless his heart. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Did you see what uh, Honey put in chat? What, get a collar? Yeah. Don't you own several? Well, she used one of mine for a shoot we did. Yeah, I I mean, that's how you and I started. And if you remember, I have one coming, too, with a matching leash. Well, since, you know, some of our listeners know this sordid tale. But for those listeners that don't, what I'll do now is I will tell them how Kimber Haven and Raven Rocks met and oh, how we became no. how we became an item. The story of our romance. So <laughs> long time ago, many, many, many years ago, I was just starting to transition. 
Raven had just started to transition, but she was further along than me. I had just begun taking <laughs> hormones, and I was about to go out for my very first time to an LGBT-friendly club, and it was going to be the very first time I went out in public as a woman, and I was terrified. So knowing Raven on Facebook, and me and her had briefly sent messages, just nothing major, but we knew about each other. So I knew that she had posted some pictures of going to the Pulse, which was the club we were going to go to. So I reached out to her. And I asked her if they had private booths because I was nervous about going out for my first time. And she made me feel better. And she was like Mama Raven to me years and years ago. Well, after that, <laughs> I kept on with my transition and kept on. Well, but, I got caught. Yeah. Raven got caught by her spouse and had to stop. So she basically, she didn't detransition, but she stopped in her tracks her transition. I never stopped hormones. I just didn't dress for almost an entire year. So she was presenting as a man, living as a man, and I was, at that time, I had become a woman. I was living as a woman. <clears throat> so then, flash forward a, 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 like a year or two, and Raven posts a thing on Facebook, and this is right after she had gotten caught by her wife. Basically told, get the fuck out. Um, her girl clothes were found and all that shit. And she was in a dark, dark place. So, so she wrote this big, long no, thing on Facebook. The first time was she found my clothes. The second time was when I couldn't hide my titties anymore. <laughs> so basically, as she had just lost her family, uh, been kicked out of her house. She was shacking up with some dude. And she was in a dark place. And she wrote this big, long thing about what she was going through on Facebook. And I read it, popped up, because she was a, a friend of mine. We followed each other. And I read it, and I knew that she lived really, really close. She just lived down the street. And I felt that this was a girl in need. She needed to talk to someone. So I sent her a message, and I said, hey, hon, we live close. Uh, you know, we go through the same issues, and I, I went through that too. If you ever need somebody to talk to, here's my number. Well, lo and behold, she calls me right away. And then we start chatting. And uh, we're talking and we start talking for a few days on a regular basis. And finally, I say, hey, you know what? Since uh, because over our conversations, she was trying to learn makeup. And now that she had been separated from her wife, she was going to go full born, blown into her transition and wanted to learn more makeup. So I was pretty advanced at this point. So I told her, why don't you come over and I will give you a full glamour makeover. And I'll teach you all about makeup while you're here. And I'll be that person that tries to help teach you this stuff. She said, okay, I would love to. So we decided to meet at a Chinese food restaurant. Yes. And she's, she gets there before we do. Did I? Because didn't you see me walk in and you thought, oh, my God, this bitch is big. No, I thought that as we were walking in. But that was literally the first time I had ever met you in person. So I had... You, you know, I thought you were tall, but I had no idea you were, like, going to tower over me. God damn, that's a big bitch. You're on the taller side, and I'm on the shorter side, so. I mean, shit, you got me by, like, what, nine inches? Yeah, it's, our, our, our listeners don't really know how big of a human being I am until they actually meet me in person, like, honey knows, you know. People that actually are there, uh, Rodney knows, Rodney knows, um, he knows how big of a person I am. So uh, she's, she's a little bit shocked at my size. But we sit down, we talk, we go back to my place. And then I go into my, at that time, my office, and I start giving her a glamour makeover. 
And I'm thinking to myself, this girl's hot and I'm attracted to her and I'm getting her made up and I'm bringing out the beauty in there. I'm like, oh, she's looking pretty good. So I decide I'm going to make my move. So I lean forward like I trying to kiss her and she jerks back like a fucking <laughs> vampire presented with garlic or a crucifix. She just fucking jerks away from me. I'm like, okay, this girl's not into I it. I wasn't expecting it. So after she jerked away from me, when I went in for a kiss, I was like, okay, I'm going to let this alone. Not going to make any more moves on this girl. It's not welcome. Uh, and that's fine. I'm not a rapey person. So I'm like, <laughs> I sent out the signal. I wanted her. She shot me down. It's all good. Unless I tell you. <clears throat> so then we got her all made up and we were talking about which kind of shoot we wanted to do. So we wanted to do a, a bondage dominatrix shoot because she was into that. So she wanted to be all bondagey. So I put her in a collar, one of my collars, and I put a leash on it. And uh, we were going to shoot in the bedroom, which was down the hall from my office. So I said, all right, come on down the hall and we'll go do the photo shoot. So I was taking her down the hall and I was leading her by the leash because she had a leash on and a collar and she was in full bondage gear. And she stopped halfway <laughs> down the hallway and said, wait, I, I got to retuck. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I reach and I look down and she's fucking hard as a rock. Her dick is sticking straight out of her skirt. So I reach down and touch it. And she's like, mm. and I'm like, oh, holy geez. shit, this girl got turned on because I was leading her around by a leash. So then I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, this girl's just a fucking pervert. So I, okay, I know what this girl likes now. <laughs> so then I take her into the bedroom by the leash and she's fucking rock hard. I have her present on all fours and I'm like, I decide, you know, I'm taking the photos. I'm doing the photo shoot. I'm like, oh, the dick's out there. It looks pretty good. I'm going to suck it. <laughs> so I start sucking on her cock and my wife walks in to the bedroom. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> and at that time, I didn't know what your dynamic was. So she walked in and she immediately walked back out. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's how we became involved romantically in a blossom from there. And then I think we went on a big trip to, to Disneyland and things really oh, blossomed yeah, at that, that point. Was, that was, well... It could have blossomed earlier, but the shitbag I was living with got jealous, even though I told him we were not a thing. He that, got jealous and was telling you guys about how such I was such a piece of shit. That was the first time I ever stood up for you like your man. Oh, God. <laughs> you ever fucking say that again? I'll knock you the fuck out. God, he... What she's referring to is this guy was jealous of her so he had been telling them behind my back and now i gotta premise this even more i lived with this guy for like six months for half of that i wasn't paying any bills because i was going through a divorce and i had no money but because sorry say no drugs kids because I wasn't paying rent. I did all the dishes. I was basically the guy's live-in maid. I did the dishes, laundry, cleaned the house, mowed the yard. I did everything. All he had to do was come home. I even cooked for the fucker. But this entire time, I find out when we went to Orlando that he had been telling you guys that I was lazy. I didn't do a fucking thing. I oh, just yeah, he told us you house. were a total piece of shit. We shouldn't trust you. So You were a user. You were a piece of shit. On our way back... You had mentioned, you were like, you know what? You're not anything. You said you were you were a little afraid to go on that trip because of all the shit you had heard from him. That's true. 
And the, on that trip, you found out I was nothing like that. That's true. So we FaceTimed him on the way home, and I confronted him, and he admitted to everything without me even having to um, really egg him to do it. And right in the middle of it, he says, uh, yeah, I did it. Why don't you just get the fuck over it? And that's when you jumped in. <laughs> I told him if he ever said that again, I'd knock him the fuck out. <clears throat> and then I get back and he's jealous even more. And by this time, I'm paying rent. He was I'm right. I'm paying $300 a month for one bedroom in his house. But there were things he was right about. He kept <laughs> warning you that I was going to be a bad influence on you. Well, I don't know where he thought I was going to be a fucking good girl. He told you that if you kept hanging out with Kimber, you're going to end up in porn. You're going to be a stripper. You're going to be a fucking whore. You're going to be a hooker and all this shit. And he was right. Well, I lived the first half of my life with a fucking Jesus freak. So then after we get back, you remember he was like, I've... I've recommitted myself to God and what you two are doing in that bedroom is an affront to God. So I don't want you doing that anymore. Well, the way we do it is, it really is. We try, we try, we try to offend God when we fuck. If you're not, if you're not fucking in a way that's an affront to God, you're not having enough fun. If God approves of the way you fuck, you gotta be the boringest fuck ever. If Satan is on the sidelines, Giving you a round of applause, you know you fucked her right. That's oh, all I'm God. saying. If anybody knows, how, and that's another thing, if anybody knows how to fuck, it's, it's fucking Satan, right? It's not going to be God. You know he's going to be a dead fuck. You're going to be a boring ass fuck. And you know there's no fucking going on in heaven. You're not allowed to fuck in heaven. No, because that's dirty. And it's only for procreation. So there's no procreation in heaven. So you know that get, going to hell, you're going to get your fuck on. Do you think all the drugs and sex are in hell? Let's go to fucking hell. It's the rock star capital of the world. Do you think that if God was real, you think maybe he's sitting there thinking, fuck, I made the sex shit feel a little too good. (laughs) It's just that everything, everything that's fun is considered bad and you'll go to hell for it. So can you imagine how fun hell is? It has all the fun stuff. What the fuck does heaven have? Other than the uh, pit of eternal fire, that doesn't sound like much fun. As long as I get to keep fucking. (laughs) But, I mean, you think there's any parties in heaven? Oh, fuck no. They just play their harps all day. Well, like like I've said before, the the whole premise of heaven with the churches that I was exposed to being married to a Southern Baptist... Was that when you go to heaven, your sole purpose in heaven is literally to do nothing else but to praise God. So when you die, you're supposed to go up there and then you're like, oh, shit, it's 8 a.m. I got to start my singing (laughs) shift. Like Al Pacino said in in that movie, you know, he's an absentee landlord. (laughs) I'm just getting warmed up. I'm done. I'm done. It's just, you know, I don't know. It just sounds like an unfun place. It's just the way that you do. You do nothing. Fuck, that's heaven. That's that's paradise. Not my paradise. All the things that make my paradise paradise are the things that get you sent the other place. So I'm thinking the other place is where you party. (laughs) That's where you have your raves to three in the morning throwing God the finger, you know? Just like 
homosexuality wasn't even introduced into the Bible until like the 40s or 50s. Yeah, you know hell is full of butt sex. Well, hell was not, from what I've gathered, I might be incorrect from, I might have gotten bad information, but in the original version of the Bible, there wasn't even such thing as hell. Hell was something that was created to control people. If it's you're not good, man. you're going to burn in the eternal lake of fire. Well, in the old days, they used to believe that God himself had time to punish you personally, like turn you into pillars of salt and stuff. But then they, they understood. They're like, you know, God's got a lot on his plate. He can't just, he can't be judge and jury, you know? So we, who, who's going to enforce it? Because God is just getting tired of turning people into salt and shit and making fucking Floods. Burn and- yeah, I mean, he's just tired. So we got to, besides the Old Testament, all this shit that God's doing, he's making him look kind of bad. He's got a PR problem. So what we got to do is we got to find a scapegoat, blame everything on somebody else, and then say that if it's good, God's responsible, but if it's bad, it's the other guy. So let's forget oh. about the Old Testament and just give him a PR makeover and, and come up with I a Lucifer. I think I mentioned this last week. Why the fuck? If you get cancer and it's cured, hallelujah, Jesus, it was his will. But if you get cancer and you die, well, I guess that was God's will. The, they're, they're, uh, they're not in pain anymore. God's will be done. God's will be done. <laughs> I mean, you know, if, if we got rid of the religious fucking nuts and the, well, the re- religious nuts and Republicans are kind of one of the same. So, yeah. And it's all the same group causing problems. <laughs> well, it's because they want to establish a Christian theocracy. They don't want a democracy. They want a Christian theocracy. I say that we, we rid ourselves of them by poisoning the Starbucks pot, pumpkin lattes. <laughs> Take out millions of fucking Karens. Just poison the lattes. So if there's any supervillains out there, you know what's sad? Is is fucking cartoon supervillains actually do exist? They're everywhere. <laughs> They're everywhere. I mean, everybody in the news just comes off as a cartoon supervillain. <clears throat> Token says sheep to slaughter. You know, slaughter just has bad memories for me. Well, it's like uh, not Steve Bannon. Who's the other fucking major Trump fucker? The one that looks like the penguin in all the pictures <laughs> they show. Oh, okay, I know who you're talking about. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. So am I. Roger Stone. Roger Stone, yes. He looks like... <laughs> he literally looks like the fucking penguin from the 60s Batman. He, he does, yeah. He does. <laughs> I mean, they're cartoonishly villain. the cigarette in the little thing. And, and he's got the big tattoo of Nixon on his back. Does he? Yes. Oh, my God. He's got Nixon's face tattooed on his back like uh, fucking Danny Trejo has that chick on his chest. Jesus. That guy will not leave me alone. Which one? The one that hit you up and is hitting me up to shoot, but I don't want to shoot with him because he's got a fucking caricature of Obama on his lower stomach. Yeah, it's a pretty bad tattoo. I told him, I was like, I don't want to be looking at fucking cartoon Obama while I'm sucking a dick. I mean, it it probably wouldn't be as bad if it wasn't on a belly, but yeah, the fact that it's on a, a round belly is kind of makes it look more comical. Mm-hmm. 
And it's not even a good illustration of Obama. No, it's not. I wouldn't have known it was Obama had he not said it. I would have just thinking it was a cartoon of a black person on his belly. I'm like, hey, he likes whoever that is. Guys, I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic. I'll say Asian, but we all know Asian guys don't are not known for their penis size. If you're going to hit up a porn star to shoot, you need to have your fucking body straight. <laughs> Don't be dad bodding it going, I want to film a porn with you. Um, <clears throat> in my case... No, <laughs> Token just did a side-by-side. <laughs> they, look, they look the same. Make Roger Stone's fucking uh, top hat purple, and there you go. Yeah, he's a fucking cartoon supervillain. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> world has gone to shit. You know, and that's another thing. We've gotten to that age where we're like, ah, the world has gone to shit. You know, every generation says that. But I think we're really, we're, we're on to something here. I think the world really has gone to shit. I mean, we've had pandemics and racism. I mean, if you look at what has happened in the Trump years, it's like you look back and go, the Trump years. <laughs> And it's like an apocalyptic event you live through because of the violence and the terrorism and the pandemic and the incompetence and the anti-vaccine. We're going to say, you know, the fucking Trump years, the the insanely apocalyptic Trump years. You know, the Trump years remind me of that Paula Abdul song where one of her lyrics goes, you take two steps forward, I take three steps back because... That's what the fucking Trump era did. Because opposites attract? Well, he's super rich and he fucking attracts all the scumbag white people. That was the only thing the MC Scat Cat ever ah. did. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he, I mean, if he was still around, he would have aged long enough to know that his name became an allegory for shit. Mm-hmm. MC Shit Cat. Not just shit, but like literally shitting on other people. I, I, I uh, I don't like toilet stuff. I don't and like, either. Like the other day, I was on cam. And I was oh in a God, private somebody show. somebody ask you to shit on yourself or something? I was in a private show. And it wasn't that he was asking me to do it, but talk about it. And I, I was doing that. I was playing along. But it's so hard to stay hard when I'm grossing myself out. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, I find it so disgusting. There's certain fetishes I don't understand. I, for all of our fans that are into it, and I'm sorry, but I don't understand feet either. I just don't get it. I think feet are, for the most I part, pretty it. gross. I, I had a guy today on my OnlyFans <laughs> want me to do a video where I showed my feet a lot more. And I'm like, yeah, I can do it, but I don't know. Well, you have why pretty it's feet. such a thing. I have jacked up fucking feet. <clears throat> yeah, but wasn't it you that said that it seems like the more fucked up your feet are, the more it turns these dudes on? But I don't want to show off my feet. I use my feet to kick a lot of faces in, and they're fucking jacked up. I've had many broken toes. I've had my, you know, bones in my foot broken several times from fights, and my feet are fucking jacked up. My feet look like any pro athlete's feet. Fucked up. So I don't want to display them, and I, I don't understand the appeal anyway. I don't. Feet don't do anything for it. Well, you understood the appeal one night. The night we filmed the video where I jerked I you mean, off. That was a weird experience, only because you have monkey hand feet. 
That you can jerk me off with your feet? Yes, because everybody. I literally, and it wasn't a jerk off, Kimber. Like I put like one foot on each side of your dick and moved both my feet up and down. Yeah, I she literally her grabbed toes around, yeah. her dick with she, my foot. She has jerked her off. She has prehensile feet. She's constantly when I'm over at her place, she puts stuff on her footrest and by her chair. But when she wants anything by her footrest, she'll reach down, grab it with her feet, and then pull it up to her. She's, Why get up when you don't have to? <clears throat> she's got prehensile feet. It's kind of weird. <laughs> so I heard Lexus pitch you the idea of going to an adult trampoline park. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. The only time I'm ever going to know what it feels like to be six feet off the ground. Okay. First of all, you can leap that high off the ground. I've seen you do it. (laughs) And first of all, you're going to be. So imagine how high I'll go in a trampoline. I'm sure you will be doing double, triple somersaults and looking (laughs) like an Olympic athlete on there. I have no doubt about that. But I know my wife is going to come back injured. She's going (laughs) to slam herself into a wall. If anybody can fucking get hurt at the park, she will because she's the biggest clutch in the world. Lexus is a huge klutz. I even mentioned to her I'd love to go do one of those indoor rock climbing places. I think that would be a lot of fun. You understand your your age, right? You saw what I did uh, in yeah. the uh, <clears throat> in that video we did. I understand that, but rock climbing is a lot of physical exertion, and I don't think you understand the recuperate. I'm not going to re- do recovery, the ones where the- you're. Literally climbing like past vertical cliffs. I just want to climb a, a wall. Just, just remember when you go out and you do all that fun stuff. That if for any reason you get hurt, that's it. <laughs> you're you're going to stay broken. You're well, not the indoor rock shit. climbing places they actually have you tethered to a rope, and they've got a guy that keeps a little bit of um, tension on it, so that if you do fall. You don't fall down. You just kind of fall off the wall and kind of swing back a little. So you've been getting a lot of interest in your... Where are we thinking about doing this L.A. training house? Is it L.A. training Well, I've told them either L.A. or Vegas. Depends on if um, TEAs are actually happening this next year or not. Yeah, because if the TEAs are happening in person and the AVNs are not, I'd prefer to do it in L.A. Well, I mean, but we've always talked about how much more expensive it is in L.A. to get a, even even getting a place like we get in Vegas would well, be ridiculously expensive in L.A. That's true. That's true. But going to Vegas when they don't have an event, though, and then you turn around and have to go back to Vegas two months later? Well, no, I have to go to Vegas in March. Yeah. And AVNs is held in January. Yeah. So two months later. But there's a lot of girls and a lot of talent, even male talent, in Vegas. That's the only reason I was talking about Vegas. Yeah, because you won't be able to work at all uh, on your trip in March. No, I can't even let anybody know I'm going or I'll be getting hit up for shoots. Yeah, you can't work at all on that trip. You're going with with your boo. You want to go there? I see this guy once every other month. He's a sweet guy. When do you see your boo? Every week. Yeah. I want to hear it. 
He loves you. He's in love. He used to see me every other week. Now he might see me once every three months. Whoa, whoa, whoa. In all fairness, <laughs> in all fairness, your man doesn't see you that often because he's too busy going out and fucking other bitches. You know, he brought that up the other night. I got night. my man on lock. He's like, he's like, I, I, I need to come see you. I haven't seen you in forever. I'm like, really? Really? He's been too busy fucking out of You went to the fucking tea girl party two weeks ago and you took one of the girls home from there. Which one? Holly. What's he peel? I don't know. Mm. But I'm like, I'm like, don't bitch that you don't get to see me when you had the ability to see me and you chose not to. You do not have the right to bitch that you haven't seen me when <clears throat> you don't make the effort to see me. Damn. Snapping a finger on that one. Shit. Yeah, I even <laughs> my head back and forth. The head started going and everything. <laughs> I, I just don't uh, understand the appeal. I, why would he? Because your man's tranny chaser. He is. She's basically he's not, not a, my man. She's basically not a tranny anymore. She doesn't have the necessary equipment to be a tranny. No, she doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what the appeal for him was. He told me you wanted to try something different. <laughs> well, I'm like, well, then don't bitch that you don't get to see me and you miss me when you want something different because something different isn't me. Ooh, <laughs> damn. Well, I mean, I wasn't particularly pissed about it because it's not like we are dating, but don't bitch that you don't get to see me when you don't come see me. That's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> But you, you're going to get a trip to Vegas out of it. Well, yeah, he loves taking me on trips with him. He says I'm a ton of fun. Uh, he likes showing off your big boobies. You know, I, I know that's part of it because he was like, we somehow we got on the, he took me to New Orleans and he was like, you didn't see all those guys that were staring at you while we were walking around. And I'm like, you're right, I didn't because... You know, you know how this is. When you're trans, you kind of put on blinders and you don't just look around. Apparently, he was looking around. He's an older man and you are quite the trophy. So he gets to puff out his chest and walk by all the younger men and say, look what I got. Because unless you're wearing jogging pants, uh, like skin tight jogging pants, you couldn't really tell you had dick. I'm wearing skin tight jogging pants right now, and you still can't tell. I, I know have that's a dick. sad. That's sad. Your dick's so small. <laughs> I'm just fucking. I enjoyed sucking that last week. I did too. <laughs> I enjoyed working you over, but I couldn't suck yours <coughs> because I I would have been putting bread on your dick. Yeah, I know you with your disgusting thrush mouth. <laughs> fucking gross. You blame on. I wish my I knew ass. where I got it from too. You blamed it on eating my ass. <laughs> Because you don't clean it. I have a bidet. My (laughs) ass is a lot cleaner than most people's. My ass gets washed. Well, I didn't eat my own ass. (laughs) My ass gets washed, motherfucker. Not many people have a fucking bidet. Hey, I may not have a bidet, but I stick toilet paper up my booty. I don't know why you don't have a bidet. They're delightful. Because I don't have anywhere to plug it in close to my toilet. And I have literally one plug-in in my bathroom, and they're both taken up by uh, what my 
No, one is free. I have to leave one free, so when I'm blow-drying my hair or curling, I have a plug-in, but the other one is taken up by my Alexa. I, I don't know how you've dealt with your place for so long, because your bathroom is basically a, a very short hallway, but it's so narrow that the bathtub has to be right beside the toilet for it to fit in there. It has to be like in one straight line, and then on the other side, it has the sink, but there's a little pathway in the middle to get to the bath, to get to the toilet. But it's like a short little halt, narrow hallway, and your kitchen is ridiculous. It's like an RV camper Imagine kitchen. Imagine how much fun it is getting ready when I have two or three girls staying at my place doing porn. And your kitchen is like an RV camper kitchen. It's tiny. It it's fucking insanely tiny. But the rest of your place isn't that if small. If it wasn't for the table I had made, I'd have no counter space at all. You have a, a very respectable living area, and you, your room size is very respectable. Yeah. I just don't understand why they made the fucking kitchen like an RV kitchen. It's like, they're like, we're going to have this huge room and this huge room and this huge living room. And we don't have you much know, left for the I bathroom think, and kitchen. I think there was four bedrooms upstairs originally. Cause for most of you that don't know, which is most of you, I live like in kind of an old Victorian house, but the downstairs is a salon and I live in the upstairs. And I really think, the upstairs was like four big bedrooms and they just took one of the bedrooms and turned it into like the bathroom and the the kitchen. That would make sense. It's about the size of... Yeah, because even my spare bedroom is not as small as a lot of spare bedrooms. Yeah, she lives over a beauty salon. Isn't that adorable? Raven <laughs> lives in the apartment over a beauty salon. Well, it's a spa now. It used to be a salon. Now it's kind of a spa. Oh, yeah, that's less bougie. <laughs> Why does fucking Danville need a spa? Who the fuck is going to the spa in Danville? Well, shit, there's like one. The farm boys two need Two more a, houses down from my house is another salon. Farm boys need to go to the spa after working on the farm all day? No, country-ass bitches. <coughs> they got to, you know, look good when they're out carroting. Yeah, but what country-ass bitches look good have you seen? I don't know if there's an attractive woman in town. Have you seen one that you're like, God damn, she's hot? Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. The girl that owns the spa underneath me. She's like all Kat Von D covered in tattoos. <clears throat> she's sexy. Yeah, but in town, you've lived in town for a long time. Oh, I'm, yeah. When I, you go to Walmart, you're out and about. How many fucking attractive people? Maybe that's why the guys won't leave me alone and I can't go running. I'm the only attractive woman in town. I know, right? See, Danville is like a lot of ugly. There's a lot of ugly in Danville. It's like capital of ugly. Uh, I, I mean, they're not people, ugly. People they're just that not live there. Yes, they're normal. I mean, I've seen some cute girls running around and stuff, but we have Center College, and it's usually the college girls running yeah, around we, or the college guys. Danville is a town of fives. Uh, yeah. <laughs> L.A. has a little bit higher quality of ass walking around oh my god i have such a migraine now i feel like i'm gonna puke well, because of the flashy from. screen i don't know if that started it but oh my god i am like two minutes away from throwing up i'm trying to get you going to do the it show, live on air jesus christ huh? you going to do it live on air i hope not <laughs> that'd be hilarious Puke, puke, puke. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> for everybody that doesn't know, I suffer from migraines, just like Lexus. I haven't gotten one in a while, but when I get them, they get bad, and I feel like I'm going to throw up. Yeah, and the fans could say, yeah, man, I got to hear fucking Raven Rocks puke live on air. <sighs> Take that to their grave. I'm I glad <coughs> that you think that me feeling sick and like I'm going to puke is funny. What? I've seen you puke before. <laughs> Many times, actually. Oh. I've seen you puke on set. That was hilarious. Puking all over your co-star. What? Oh, your dick. Not my dick. What? Vicky Vicks. Oh, Vicky, yeah. It was chunky and shit. Well, it was that was because I drank a bunch of soda, not because I had a migraine. Uh, well, that wasn't the chunks. Th- that wasn't soda chunks. Yeah, it was. I hadn't had anything to eat that day. It was, no. Apparently it was dinner no, last night. You hadn't had shit. anything to eat and you had made the mistake of eating something. You even said this during that shortly before that shoot. And you it fucking came up and there were chunks and shit. It was gross. Oh Smell. God. Can't believe you puked all over. God, and it's only seven thirty eight. Puke, puke. No, stop it. <laughs> you don't want me to do the chet from Weird Science. <laughs> He's trying to get his brother, well, not his brother, his brother's friend to puke. <clears throat> not the uh, family Jews, not the family Jews. Not the family Jews, motherfucking family Jews. I didn't even bring any migraine medication because it's been so long since I've gotten one. Oh, and I get the migraines that literally feels like somebody's just pounding on the back of my head at the base of my neck. See, so your head feels like my lips? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look. Oh, my God, my lips are fucking just destroyed. I'm an oh. idiot. I'm an idiot. See what I do for guys? By the way, that video will be shortly uploaded to my OnlyFans, which is <laughs> Kimberhaven or Kimberhaven.com. Oh, <laughs> but you give me shit for fucking <laughs> promoting myself. <clears throat> got a plug, got a plug. Hey, uh. first of all, I'm extremely proud of my OnlyFans because I have 560 full-length videos on there for eight bucks. <sighs> 500 videos, Kimber videos. You know, those are awesome <laughs> videos. Because I'm, I'm a good editing motherfucker. I can edit a motherfucking video. I'm not going to say anything. <coughs> You're, I Even, send you all my stuff. I know. Everyone thinks I, I fucking am a techno whiz because of what I fucking do in editing. And I, I'm fucking tech-tarted. <laughs> I can't even work a Roku remote. I'm just fucking lost. <clears throat> the only reason I can edit so good is because I've been playing on that same fucking program for 30 <laughs> fucking years. So I know it front to back because I've been doing it for so long, but goddamn, new technology, like she shoot, who will not be named because she'll go off and start doing shit. I can't fucking stand that bitch. Yeah, my entire house is run by her. Fucking hooking her up to my house drives me insane. It's just, I just want to flip a switch, okay? Why do we need technology that improves something so basic? No, I will admit, I have my, my house so Wi-Fi capable. Like, all my, all my lights, everything are run off of her. And about six months ago or so, <coughs> I had to change my router, or my, my yeah, my router, And, oh, my God, it fucking sucked changing everything. Oh, it took me over an hour just to reset all my light bulbs and all my different devices because it won't just recognize the new router. You actually have to change it. Now you have them talking about vomit porn in in chat. 
Oh my god! I'm, I'm <laughs> trying not to open my eyes because the <laughs> lights are just kicking my ass. You got him talking about vomit porn now. Sorry, guys. I'm not looking at the screen. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm trying to get through this. Here's what I hate about using her for shit. Because I feel obligated to thank her for everything. That's the kind of person I am. So it pisses me off. I got to ask her to do everything for me. But then I feel obligated to thank her afterwards. So I'm like, so-and-so, turn on kitchen lights. And then she does it. And I'm like, thank you, (laughs) so-and-so. And sometimes she says, you're welcome. Sometimes she doesn't. But I feel like I know it's a machine. And I know I'm just turning on lights. But I feel less guilty if I flip a switch than if I have to fucking thank somebody for doing it for me. It's just like if a human, if I walked in and I asked a human, can you get the lights over there? And they turned it on. I said, thank you. So I feel obligated to fucking spend my whole fucking day thanking her. I don't know. She's ones and zeros. I don't think ones and zeros. She's ones and zeros with a goddamn voice. So now I feel obligated to thank her. It'd just be much easier and guilt-free if I could just walk in my goddamn kitchen and just flip a switch. I don't understand why we needed to improve that. There gets to a point where it's like, really? Really? Is is there a point where we're going to be like the human beings in WALL-E? Or oh, yeah, I already <laughs> see it coming. Look at, look at half the uh, Republicans. They already look like that. Just big fat sacks of shit floating around because we can't do anything for ourselves. I'm surprised they're pissed about Hispanic people coming here illegally because that's just less work they have to do. Not that they do most of the shit that Hispanic people are willing to do here. Yeah, but those people coming over the border aren't going to join their militias. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Even though that they're led by Enrique Tario. (laughs) I am the Proud Boys leader. I'm Enrique Tario, founder of Latinos for Trump. A half black half Cuban guy leading the white supremacist movement. Uh, you know, years ago, you was, you had told me that I would laugh. Says that's pretty unbelievable. But you know, in in the day and age that ice cube becomes a fucking Trump tard. <laughs> and I guess Buster rhymes now. Didn't know about that one. But I guess it's Buster. Well, and you have, you have Latinos for Trump. You have gays for Trump. You have trans women for Trump. Like, you do? Fuck? Yes. I mean, do we have enough of us to even have an yes. organization? Yes. We do? I, I just thought there were so few of us, we had to latch on to other organizations like no. the LGBT. No. Because there weren't enough no, of us. No, I, I had to turn one girl away because she was such an avid Trump supporter. And what's sad is she was actually really good looking. But she was just like over the top Trump supporter. So I was like, no. Nah, I, I think just don't understand pass. how people can believe or follow a doctrine that's so anti against their own interests. Uh, You're (coughs) preaching to the choir here. Obviously, you know, there's only one group in this country that's actively trying to prevent us from using bathrooms, who's trying to prevent Mexicans from getting into the country, is trying to ban Muslims, is attacking the capital, is attacking teachers that are trying to keep children safe there's only one group of equating equating the the vaccine mandate to the holocaust 
Yeah, that's why I get so pissed when people are like, oh, all politics are fucked up. Both sides are fucked up. I'm like, no, no, both sides are not fucked up. There's only one side that is fucking neo-Nazi motherfuckers. And I hate all these Republicans go, I'm not racist. Do you know who's in your organization? Mm-hmm. Do you know who fills your ranks? The white supremacists, if you're a white supremacist in this country, you are Republican, period. You are a Trumpite, period. It's, it's fucking insane that you're like, I'm not racist, I'm a Republican. You understand that all white supremacists are Republicans. They are you. That you are the white supremacist party. You're the chosen white supremacist party. <laughs> you're the party that represents... All things villainous <clears throat> in our society. Well, and, not just that, but they're the ones that vote against, um, you know, funding nine one or nine eleven uh, firemen who have had medical issues since trying to save tons of people. And yeah, the Republicans are like, yeah, fuck you. Uh, the our guys in the chat room are discovering honey for the first time. Mm-hmm. They're checking out our Twitter. They're seeing she's a cutie. Of course she's a cutie. That's why she works with us. Sorry, I can't look at the screen. That's why, she, you know, she's working with BGM because she's adorable. And she says, I know I'm fucked up, but I own it. Aren't we all? Oh, yeah. Aren't we all fucked up? I mean, we're dudes with boobs. That's fucked up. Well, she's not a dude with boobs. No, she's but. not. She's a genetic girl. For all the guys that didn't know, yeah, we work with people that aren't trannies She's a in genetic BGM. girl that likes dudes with boobs. Yeah, she likes dudes with boobs. <laughs> we're cool with that. And we like guys that like dudes with boobs. Oh, my God. We'll, we'll shoot with whatever gender. We don't fucking care as long as they're attractive. As long as they as make long our as dick hard. you don't hard. want me to stick my dick in your hairy ass. Uh, no, that wasn't aimed at me. No, no, I'm just talking about men. <laughs> For all of our listeners, I do not have hairy ass. I did not transition and put all this effort into looking like a woman to be a gay man to fuck you in the ass. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah, she wanted to be a gay man with boobs that gets fucked in the ass. Yes. Get it right. Yes. Oh, my God, I can't talk that loud. Fuck. <laughs> Poor baby, you're struggling. Poor Raven, she's dying for you guys. I hope you appreciate it. She's fucking dying. Well, I can't just leave you here by yourself either. So Yeah, she she's on her last breath. I got a limp through this, and I still got fucking 11 minutes. I can get through it. Just see no drugs, kids. And then I immediately have to text Lexus and see if she's got anything here that I can take. Yeah, I, I mean... I, I'm tremendously fucked up, <laughs> but you know, I, I mean, I need a, I need two people in my life to serve as my caretaker because one is not enough. That's pretty fucked up. For all of our listeners who don't know, uh, I can do a lot of cool shit, but I'm like Monk from the series Monk. I'm kind of fucked up like that, so I kind of need a caretaker. You know, he has his caretaker, he always takes care of him. That's basically what Lexus and Raven are to me. Uh, although I can do some really cool shit, I am not that functional <laughs> in a normal sense. I cannot function as most people do, and I require a lot of care. For example, because uh, I know our listeners are wondering, like, what kind of fucking care could Kimber require? Um, for one thing, I will not eat. I will not feed myself. I will not eat. 
it will go it will be days before I eat unless somebody feeds me. It's not that I don't want to get up and make it. It's that I'm not motivated to eat. So usually it's Lexus or Raven making me eat because I don't feel like it. Well, when you come over to my place for our night on Thursday, I know you just got up not too long ago, but I know if I don't feed you, you won't eat and you'll go home and you'll sit at home and not eat until Lexus gets home and makes you or brings you something. So on every event we have, I have no capacity or ability to keep track of anything. My mind is always going a thousand miles an hour on the scenarios and writing, but I can't keep track of what's going on. So Raven has to keep our schedule or Lexus has to keep our schedule. They have to tell me when I have to be somewhere. They have to say, you have a meeting today. You have a meeting today at one. Usually it is funny because on these big trips, I usually tend to have a lot of fucking meetings with the studios. I don't deal with the girls a lot and I I don't have as many shoots as the girls because I'm usually off doing meetings while they're at training house shooting. But whether it's Lexus or Raven, whoever is, has been declared my caretaker for the event. Well, I'll wake up, they'll have coffee ready for me, and then give me a rundown of my day. It's like, okay, here's your coffee. You got to be here at this time. 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 Get ready because you got to leave here at this time. And then they call my taxis for me my Ubers or whatever, they call it for me. She won't even call her own Uber (laughs) when she's done and ready to come back. She will text us and add an entirely extra step Yes. instead of just getting her Uber herself. Yes. So I will notify the girls when I'm ready to return back to Trinity House and they will send a car for me. I'm extremely spoiled, and it's not because I'm a diva. It's not like a Mariah Carey situation. It's just I'm fucked up. I'm fucked up. I don't like to talk to people or associate with people. Uh, I do at events. I may be uncomfortable, but I do it. But I'm a very antisocial, agoraphobic person. Agoraphobic would be a good word. Those that are close to me uh, that are in my life, uh, like Raven or Lexus or even Honey, would probably know me well enough to know I'm extremely agoraphobic. And agoraphobic basically means that I never leave my house. I rarely leave my house. I have a big, huge house, and I rarely step outside of it. Uh, It's not necessarily because I'm fearful of the outside world, but more that I don't feel comfortable within it. It's weird. (laughs) <laughs> but I'd rather I'd rather be at home than out there. So I try to avoid being out there. I'm very comfortable in my home. It's weird. But it is horrible for me because I feel like I am less of a girlfriend and wife. Because my girls spend their time taking care of me and not being taken to events or parties or out to clubs or dinners because uh, I avoid the outside. So I feel like shit because of it, like I'm a fucking failure as a girlfriend. Well, you shouldn't. I know you tell me that, but I still feel bad. I want to be able to take you out and do shit. But like Honey says, she's fucked up. She owns it. So am I. I own it. We're all fucked up. You're super fucked up. How? Well, uh, you want me to be honest? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. Well, you you do suffer. In fact, I would call you a recovering sex addict, <laughs> which is brought on by a self-esteem void that was put there early in life by your childhood and your your ex by feeling like you weren't attractive or had self-worth. So you turn to sex addiction to get attention and you're a recovering sex addict. Uh, so yeah, you're fucked up. <laughs> We're all fucked up. So you know, but you know what's the fucked up part about that whole thing? Is there are so many fans right now that are actually turned on to find out that you're actually a real fucking <laughs> infomaniac. Because, you know, they probably all think that that's a fucking myth. There aren't sex addicts. Yeah, there are sex addicts, and, and Raven's a recovering sex addict. It, it got to the point where it was starting to impact our relationship because even though we're polyamorous, she was taking shit too far. She was having a sex addiction problem, so we had to have a talk, and she's a recovering sex addict. So, But she puts up with a lot of bullshit from me, too. She's understanding when it comes to me and my issues. So I, I am understanding about hers. So I try. I mean, you hear all of our sex talk and everything. And I try to make sure that I satisfy her needs. Oh, you do. <laughs> because she's the kind of woman that needs to be satisfied. <laughs> she has a strong sexual appetite. She is a recovering sex addict. And to make her recovery easier, I have to make sure that she gets the sex that she needs. <laughs> so I have to deliver. So I have to make sure that each and every time I lay the dick, it's good. That way, my girl has a better time getting over her addiction. And she's got something that scratches that itch, I guess. <laughs> Oh, you do more than scratch it. You beat it the fuck up. <laughs> Honey says, what? Yes, Raven is a recovering sex addict. Oh, my God. So, and yeah. I get migraines a lot, so this is pretty much normal for me. <laughs> I mean, we, we each have our things that, that the fans probably don't know about. Uh, for example, most fans don't know that I don't drink. At all. I gave up drinking two years ago. It's not because <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. I have a problem with alcohol or ever been a heavy drinker because I haven't. I got drunk a couple of years ago from Thanksgiving. And I kind of made an ass of myself because I got drunk. And I spent the rest oh, of the night puking. I'm the same way. I don't drink because I don't like. Yeah, I don't what, like losing what myself. happens afterwards? I don't like not being me. Makes me feel like I do right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And with, with pot, you know, I just become a more relaxed version of me, but it doesn't change who I am. And alcohol changes who you are, and I don't like that. And I spent two days recovering from getting drunk on Thanksgiving. And I just, I'm almost 50 years old now. So I just said, you know what? This isn't fun. It used to be when I was a kid, when I was young, but it's just not fun for me anymore. Feeling good for a little while, but then feeling like dog shit for two days, it's not fucking worth it. So no, I just said, not. so I just said, I'm not fucking drinking anymore. This is fucking poison. And I just, I don't miss it. I have pot. <laughs> 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 
pot I like. Pot's the only substance I've found so I far that makes me feel good without. Jesus. Yeah, without making me feel bad afterwards. In fact, oh. honey is wanting to try pot. Oh my god. Yeah, see, I'm a bad influence on her too. <sighs> Pretty soon she's gonna be smoking pot, vaping, drinking tons of coffee. <laughs> She's the Sandra D that I'm going to corrupt now. Jesus Christ. Oh, gosh. Everybody around my orbit is corrupted into my debauchery. Fuck. You were so innocent when I met you. Look what I've done to you. You didn't do anything I didn't want to do. That's kind of hot. <laughs> you didn't do anything to me that I didn't want you to do to me. It's so fucking hot. Oh, I wish you could make this fucking headache go away. Oh. I could distract you from it. You want me to butt fuck you? Uh, it ain't going to work. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wish oh, it was. Yes, like it's, it's time. It's fucking time. Honey Ray's like, no. I like the hooch too, honey. Oh, my God. Well, all right, guys. All right, I got to go take care of my baby here because she's oh. dying for you guys. But yes, she made I it. Am. She made it. She wasn't talkative. She wasn't very talkative. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just every time I talk, I feel like somebody's punching me in the back of the head. So I got to go take care of my baby girl here. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hopefully we entertain you, even though Raven wasn't feeling well. I'm still here. (laughs) All right. Everybody send the well wishes to Raven. She feels like shit. Peace. Bye, guys. Hi, guys. It's a better it's going in her ass. You don't have to burn it afterwards anyway. I'm gonna suck your fucking dick. <laughs>